hello, hello! Welcome back to the podcast. I am so glad that you are here, as always. I am feeling extra good because I just got home from a little sauna session. My period started yesterday, and honestly, it's been feeling real rough. And this whole month has just been like not the greatest health-wise. My body started experiencing a ton of detox symptoms. I I don't know really what exactly it was from. I don't know if it was just from coming back from such a long stretch of travel or emotional detox or what it was, but it's just been a little bit of a rough month in the health department and my period definitely reflected that. And so I've been doing all the things to support my body and getting the sauna and taking the activated charcoal and eating all the detoxifying foods. And I have my glass of mineral water next to me and I'm doing all the things. So I'm definitely feeling way better after the sauna sesh and and taking extra care of myself today. And now I'm here. I'm ready. I'm excited to record today's podcast episode for you. This episode is one of those things where it's like literally the most basic question that I feel like my entire business revolves around. And whenever people ask me or like, I'll get a DM or something about this question. I'm like, oh, like I have so many resources for this on my page. Like go, go check these things out. And then one day I was like, I really don't like, I feel like this is one of the topics that like it is somehow so quote unquote, like not, it's definitely not simple at all, but it's like the very foundational piece of what my business revolves around and somehow I've completely skipped over having like a fully dedicated piece of content for it and so I never really have anywhere to direct someone to and I'm like I should probably just have a whole podcast episode about this so I can start directing people when they have this question and so that question is you guys are gonna laugh at me that I don't have anything about this yet when I have an irregular cycle. What does that mean? How do I do or what do I do to regulate it? Obviously, I've talked about that a thousand times in various stories and question boxes and in the captions of videos and but there's no like dedicated piece of content for it. And so if that is a question you have been asking, I'm so sorry. I'm going to answer it now. And I'm going to give you all the details and all the things that if you have an irregular cycle and you want to get your period regular again, this is now your one-stop shop for all the info on what to do. So I hope you find it helpful. (laughs) Let's dive into it. Welcome to the Intentional Health Podcast, a space for women to be empowered with the real no BS truth about their health. But to be honest, this podcast goes far beyond physical health. Join me each week as I share stories, science, and thoughts with you on everything surrounding womanhood. You can pretend we're just two girlfriends chatting over some homemade mocktails or a warm glass of raw milk, because that's how I want these conversations to feel. I'm not about formalities. I share the details no one wants to say out loud and answer the questions we've all secretly been asking. So welcome, friend. I'm so glad that you're here. So let's first talk about what it means to have an irregular cycle. Because I'll have a lot of women say to me, oh, my my cycle's irregular because I have PCOS. My cycle is irregular because this, because this. And it's like, no, all of those things are because your cycle is irregular, because your hormones are out of balance. The reason that you have PCOS 
is because your hormones are not balanced and then you developed PCOS. It's not that, oh, I'm born with PCOS, so now my cycle's out of balance and this and this and that. The root cause is always a hormone imbalance and the root cause of the hormone imbalance are a few things. It is either that your body is in, well, the root cause, like if we had one root cause, it is that your body doesn't feel safe. But there are many root causes of that. So if you have an irregular cycle, it is because you are not ovulating regularly once a month. And the reason that you would not be ovulating regularly is because your body does not feel safe enough to ovulate. Because what is ovulation? It's our body, or ovary, releasing an egg to make a baby. And obviously our body not, is not going to want to release that egg if it doesn't feel like we are a safe home for a baby. So whether you're trying to get pregnant or not, it is very important that you're ovulating regularly because it is a huge sign of health. So what are reasons that our body might not feel safe? This could be because we are in a state of stress, either mentally or physically. So if it's physically, it could be you're not getting enough sleep. You're severely over-exercising. You're not nourishing your body with enough food. You are severely restricting your carbs. There's so many different reasons that your body could be in a state of stress, or it could be a mental state of stress. Maybe you're going through something really intense in your family right now. Maybe you're working too much. Maybe you are sick, and that's another state of stress for the body. But all of this is primarily rooted in the fact that we are not in a state of homeostasis, of calm, of peace, of feeling nourished. That is the key. Your body does not feel nourished or safe in some kind of way, and it is reacting by not ovulating, and then not ovulating obviously leads to an irregular cycle because you cannot get a period if you are not ovulating. If you don't know the basics of your cycle, go back and listen to my episode that is titled 15 Things You Should Know About Your Cycle, and that'll that'll get you caught up into the, into the basics. But you cannot get a period if you're not ovulating. So if you are not getting a regular period, it's because you're not having regular ovulation. Anyways, the first thing that you want to do if you have an irregular cycle, or maybe you just normally have a regular cycle and this month you you missed a period or something like that. What we want to do is we want to first figure out what could potentially be causing it. So there are many things we can look into. And I would start with the foundations. Are you getting enough high quality sleep? I don't just mean enough sleep. I mean enough high quality sleep. That means are is the room that you're sleeping in dark? Are you going to bed before 11 p.m.? Are you asleep before 11 p.m. so that you are getting the right recovery processes happening in your brain? Are you viewing a ton of blue light before bed that is disrupting the production of hormones necessary for deep sleep? All of these different things. Are you getting deep quality sleep? Next question, what does your exercise look like? Obviously, it's really important to be moving our body regularly, but are you not doing that enough? Are you doing that too much? Are you going out and doing three hours of excessive cardio like every few days during the week? And is that putting your body in a major state of stress? Like, let's be honest, girl, and I, I'm all here for badass girls training for some cool shit. I used to love doing Spartan races. That was my thing. I trained really hard for them. I competed in them. That was my thing. But... My triathlon girlies, my marathon girlies, I love you. I'm proud of you. But if you do not have a regular cycle, 
that is likely why. Very, very excessive cardio is not conducive of good hormone health, unfortunately. There are times in our cycle where we can tolerate it, like in our follicular phase, like on our period, funny enough. But when you are doing that all cycle long, especially during your luteal phase, it is going to create some unhappiness with our hormones. So what does your daily movement look like? Are we getting enough of it? Are we doing too much of it? Figure that out. What does our sunlight exposure look like? Are we getting out in nature? Are we grounding with our feet on the earth? Are we getting sunlight exposure so we have a high enough vitamin D levels? Are we getting sunlight in our eyes in the morning and the evenings that our circadian rhythm is set properly? Are you eating enough nutrient-dense foods or are you only filling your body with inflammatory processed foods? Or like, are you giving your body the nutrients that it actually needs to thrive? High quality meat, bone broths, eggs, fruits, root vegetables, uh, raw dairy, all of these things to nourish our bodies. Is your home filled with a ton of hormone disruptive, disruptive products like synthetic fragrances that are in your candles and your air fresheners and your laundry detergent and your soap and your everything? Make sure you're move, removing those hormone disruptive synthetic fragrances from your home, from all the products around you. That is really, really important to avoid um, extreme hormone imbalance. Is there maybe some other form of toxin in your home? Are you getting really excess mold exposure? Is the water that you're drinking not properly filtered and so you're getting a ton of toxins that way? I don't know if you are aware, but there is a crap ton of birth control in city drinking water, literally, because women pee it out and then it goes into our city drinking water because your city drinking water is literally filtered toilet water, essentially. So make sure you get drinking highly filtered water or you're getting spring water or whatever you're doing. We need to be drinking high quality water. So could that be disrupting your hormones? I could go on for a very long time about all the different things that could be disrupting your hormones. And I don't want to do this from a place like to scare you or to make you think there's all these million things that you should be worried about and scared of and fearful all the time. That's, that's not, that's not the the purpose of this. I I want you to feel empowered and I want you to feel like you have the knowledge to heal yourself. We don't need to start being fearful of everything, but we do need to know that these things exist, that there are these disruptors out there that we need to protect ourselves from. So if you have an irregular cycle, if you have PCOS, if you have any other hormone imbalance or hormone disorder, that is what I would start with. Figure out what your root causes. Figure out what is making your body feel unsafe, feel overly stressed, feel undernourished, and start with those things. Pick two of them. Don't pick all of them. Pick two of them and say, okay, this week, I'm going to work on improving these two things. I'm going to go to bed an hour earlier and I'm going to include one nutrient dense food in my everyday. Or maybe it's, I'm going to spend this week researching how I can get high quality filtered water and I'm going to make sure I get my feet on the ground every day. Whatever you feel like your two biggest things are, you know, all, all the things that I just named, write down a list of, okay, these are all the, these are all the things that you just named that I feel like I am not doing my best in and then rate all of them on a scale of one to five, five being the worst. How much do you think that is disrupting your hormones? How big of a problem do you think it is, is in your life? Whatever the highest numbers are, tackle those ones first. Tackle your lowest hanging fruit. 
the things that it's like, okay, if I change this one thing, if I change these two things, I know I'm already going to start seeing a difference in my hormone health. So you can get yourself that early win. You can get yourself starting to feel a little bit better. And then you can slowly tackle the rest of the things. You don't need to do it all at once. If you are right now just feeling so overwhelmed and it's like, Kyla, literally all of those things, they're all fives. They're all like, I don't even know where to start. This, like, this feels so scary. Let's take a step back. I'm going to give you a list of 10 things that if you do them, I can almost guarantee you your cycle is going to come back and be regular and be pain-free. And again, I'm not saying to do all these 10 things at once. Don't be going crazy, but start slowly implementing them until you have all 10 things become firm, solid, consistent habits in your life. So if you don't know where to start, start with these 10 things or one of these 10 things. So the first one is going to be sleep. I want you to be asleep by 10.30 p.m. at night. Not winding down, not starting to get under the covers. I want you to be asleep by 10.30 p.m., which means you probably need to go to bed around 10.15, okay? Once you are asleep, so that's number one, go to sleep at 10.30 p.m. Or sorry, be asleep at 10.30 p.m. The second one, I do not want you to wake up until eight hours after that. What does that make it? I think that makes it 6.30 a.m., maybe 6.15. Six if you have to. You sh- I do not want you waking up before 6, 6.15 a.m. We need to be getting enough sleep, especially when our body is in a place of stress, of not being at homeostasis. And I get it. I know some of us have to be up earlier than that. If that is you, do the best you can. I'm not saying that if you do, if you have to get, or if you get up before 6 a.m., like you are doomed and your hormones are going to hate you forever. That is not true. Do the best you can with what you have, but obviously it is going to help your body when you are able to get more sleep. So if you do have to get up really early, try to maybe go to bed even earlier than that 1030 time. So that is number one be asleep by 10.30. Number two, do not get up until eight hours after that. Number three, the first thing I want you to do when you wake up in the morning or when the sun actually does come up, first thing I want you to do is go out and get first early morning sunlight in your eyes for a minimum of 10 minutes. That does not mean you're going to go outside and scroll on your phone. That does not mean you're going to stare at the sun through the window. You're going to go outside Maybe you're going to sip your morning coffee on your porch. Maybe you're going to go for a little hot girl walk. Maybe you're going to, whatever you want to do. I want sunlight directly in your eyes. And it doesn't matter if it's cloudy. It's fine. If it's overcast, that is okay. There is still light that is coming from the sky. It doesn't have to be like direct, crazy bright sunlight, but there's still light. And I want those light rays, that spectrum of light to be going into your eyes. This is going to help regulate your circadian rhythm. Third, no, wait, that was three. That was, wait, no, fourth. (laughs) I want you to be drinking mineral-rich water. What does that mean? First of all, our water needs to be clean and filtered. The cheapest, easiest way to get some clean filtered water is to go to those machines that that you see in the grocery store where you like put your five gallon jug under it, go to one of those machines, get a five gallon jug of some reverse osmosis water. That's what comes out of there. That is going to be clean filtered water. 
if you wanna if you wanna really get an A plus plus in this, go find a spring near you and try to source some good spring water, or find um, some well water, or get a whole house filter. There's so many different options, but like the reverse osmosis at the grocery store, the five gallon works great, phenomenal. Get that. We need to then be mineralizing our water. We can't if we were if you are drinking reverse osmosis water, all of the minerals have been stripped out of that water, and it's very clean water but it is not mineralized water whatsoever. And that is going to leach minerals out of our bodies. So we need to make sure we're putting our minerals back into that water so that we are drinking mineralized water and mineralizing our bodies. So how do we do that? You can get a high quality mineral salts like Redmond Real Salt. Um, you can get it for like four bucks on Amazon and put a sprinkle of that in your water and then put some mineral drops. So you can do the, the mineral drops that I have are CMD, like S-E-A and then M-D, like a doctor. Um, those are the mineral drops I use and I'll use that with some Redmond real salt and that is some happy mineralized water. You can also, um, do some element. It's LMNT. That's the electrolyte powder I use. If you want to get some extra minerals, you can take some Shilaji. That's going to be great as well. However you want to get your minerals in, make sure your water is mineralized and make sure you are getting minerals. That is number four. Number five. I want you to be consuming a nutrient-dense food in every single meal, at least one, one nutrient-dense food. That could mean having some eggs with your breakfast. That could mean having a high-quality meat for dinner. Could mean having a glass of raw milk with your lunch. I want you to be eating some nutrient-dense food. It doesn't need to be complicated. It doesn't need to be some crazy, amazing recipe, just simple nutrient-dense foods. What does that look like? It's fruit, eggs, bone broths, high-quality grass-fed meat, organ meats, raw dairy, kefir, uh, high-quality butter, high-quality olive oil, some root vegetables. All of these things are nutrient-dense foods that are going to make our body feel nourished and happy. So include at least one nutrient-dense food with every meal. And then alongside that number, I'm either on six or seven. Let's say I'm on seven. Number seven, then we want to be removing the highest inflammatory foods from our diet. So I would remove seed oils. I would remove processed sugars like corn syrup and all that refined sugar and crap. Not You don't need to remove honey and maple syrup and like a high quality cane sugar. That's fine. But remove the processed crap. And then I would also remove any type, type of processed grains. So like your cereals, your really processed oatmeals, think granola bars, things like that. Number eight, I would take a look at what your current toxic load is. And I would try to reduce that to the best of your ability. So your toxic load, that could be coming from pesticides on your fruits and veggies. You know, are you getting non-organic fruits and veggies? It could be the candles that you're burning in your home, the air fresheners, things like that. Just figure out where the biggest bulk of toxins is coming into your body and eliminate one or two of those things. Just start with that. That is already going to make such a big difference. Number nine, I want you to move your body outdoors for 20 minutes a day. I don't care what you do. I don't care who you are. I promise you, you can find 20 minutes, 10 minutes in half the day and 10 minutes another part of the day, 20 minutes total that you can be outside when the sun is out 
you're going to get the sunlight on your skin. You are going to get the sunlight in your eyes. You're going to get the nature around you, which is going to calm your body. You're going to get movement. I don't care if you're going for a walk or lifting some weights, whatever you want to do, just move your body gently outside. This makes such a big impact. You have no idea. And then number 10, the final one. I want you to remove any of your bright light or blue light exposure within an hour before going to bed. So this is a whole rabbit hole that I could go down and do a whole other podcast episode about it. But bright lights and blue light is very disruptive to our circadian rhythm and the production of hormones necessary for sleep. So the best thing you could possibly do is just have candlelight and red light on because red light and candlelight don't disrupt your circadian rhythm. So candlelights and red light on in the evenings um, is going to be the absolute best. But what you can do is just light a few candles and then have some more like orange lights, have salt lamps, have more like amber lights around your house that are dimmer, that are not going to be as disruptive. So dim the lights, light some candles, whatever you need to do, turn off the TV, put the red screen on your phone so you don't have your blue light from your phone. If you don't know how to put the red screen on your phone, go to my um, links highlight on Instagram and I have a video linked on how to do it or you can just look it up on YouTube, how to change to a red screen on um, on your iPhone. But make sure that we are not having any bright light or any blue light exposure for the full hour before going to sleep. You will not understand how much of a game changer this is until you do it. It's literally insane. Another thing you could do to help this if you just don't really have much of a choice, the freaking blue light glasses, the ones that have like actual like red lenses, holy crap, they're such a game changer. I always thought they were a joke and I was like, there's like, there's no way those actually help. Like the light's going to come in from the top and the sides. I bought them when we went to Europe. I swear to you in the evenings, some evenings we would like watch TV before going to bed. I would wear the glasses. I would literally be about to like knock out halfway through whatever show we were watching because they would make me so tired. I, it was fantastic. I 10 out of 10. I love these things. I literally just got a random one off Amazon. So you don't need to get like a super expensive, fancy brand. Just get anything. But they have to be the ones that have actual like red, orange like lenses, not the ones that have clear lenses. Um, But wearing that before bed, honestly, such a game changer for circadian rhythm health. Oh, and one quick note that I want to add just to the previous point um, for the sunlight exposure. If you are, obviously we're entering winter If you live somewhere where you're not going to get a ton of sun on your skin because you're going to be bundled up because it's cold, I really, really highly recommend taking a cod liver oil supplement to replace the vitamin D that you are not going to be getting because you are not getting sunlight exposure on your skin. That is going to be a huge, huge positive impact on your hormone health, on your immune function, so many different things. I'll link uh, cod liver oil in the show notes if you want that, but I really really recommend doing that if you're not going to be getting um, a ton of sunlight exposure over the next few months. But those are my 10 things. So the moral of this entire podcast episode, do not let your gynecologist, do not let your doctor, don't let your mom, don't let your best friend tell you that if you have an irregular cycle, it is out of your control. You need to, to let, don't let them tell you you need to go on birth control or you just have PCOS and there's nothing you can do about it or this or this or any of that crap. If your cycle is irregular, there is a root cause and there is something that you can do about it. Empower yourself with the knowledge to heal 
and to regulate your hormones and to feel good again. I promise you, you can do it. I promise, I promise, I promise. And it is not rocket science. It's not super hard. It's going to take intention and it's going to take patience and it's going to take a little consistency. But I promise you, it is so, so worth it. And even after a month of doing these things, you're going to feel like a brand new person. I promise you. So you can do this. I am rooting for you so, so much. And I am so excited for you to begin this journey of regulating your cycle and transforming your health. You can do this. If you know someone who needs to hear this episode, I would love if you would share it with them. If you enjoyed this, I would love if you leave me a five-star review and tell me why why you love the episode or go share it on social. Anything like that will absolutely make my day. I hope you have the most wonderful day. I hope you make this day and week everything that you need and deserve.